0: Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Dommers. Today's episode of the Small Scale Life Podcast is actually the second part, a long awaited second part, of my interview with Danielle Freeman. Who is Danielle Freeman? He's a husband, a father, a regenerative dad, permaculturalist, regenerative farmer beekeeper, teacher, and a fellow podcaster. Whew, that's a whole list of stuff there. He operates the Freeman Family Farm in Calhan, Colorado. He's had extensive experience running a successful CSA, saw the rise and fall of that, and uh, if you want to know more about that, check out episode 30. Danielle also has experience with beekeeping, rebuilding soil in arid places, and regenerating overgrazed pastures. Again, check out episode 30. It was really good. He also has extensive experience with wicking beds to grow all kinds of vegetables. This is the second part. As I mentioned, this is the second part of my interview with Danielle. If you want to catch the first, please listen to episode 30 of the Small Scale Life podcast. I've gotten some really good feedback on it. People really enjoyed that episode. So if you missed it, go back and check it. You can hit that at small life slash podcast and go to the link there. In this episode, we'll discuss Danielle's Wicking Beds and the Regenerative Dads podcast. I'm pretty excited about this podcast because it's launching a whole new series here on Small Scale Life about wicking beds and how awesome they are. And we'll go from pretty simple ones to to build, construct, and operate to a little more complicated ones like the rain gutter grow system I had on my driveway and then what I'm planning for the future for the Small Scale Life compound. We'll launch all that. We'll get into that. But first, let's Let's focus on Danielle Freeman. In case you're new to small scale life, we're living simply by growing, exploring, and living healthy. To put it simply, we are focused on gardening, healthy living, and having adventures along the way. Before we begin, let's hear from some of our great friends of the small scale life. Are you interested in bees, beekeeping, honey, or mead? If you are, you need to check out a bee-friendly company out of Cheyenne, Wyoming. Michael Jordan, who is on the Survival Podcast panel of experts and has been on the Small Scale Life Podcast, is an actual bee whisperer. I'm constantly amazed by the work that Michael is doing to improve apiaries and communities in his backyard, at the local schools, and across the country. Michael is broadcasting information on Facebook Live regularly, so check him out. If you're interested in bees, beekeeping, honey, or mead, check out Michael Jordan's A Bee Friendly Company on Facebook. I would like to remind you that our friends at Aussie Flame Weeders are still selling flame weeder kits to gardeners, market farmers, and urban gardeners. These are stainless steel, five-burner manifolds designed for a standard 30-inch garden bed. The kits also include 16-inch tires and the ability to carry propane tanks so you don't have to. Check them out at AussieFlameWeeders.com. Need comfrey? Nature's Image Farm has it. It is available for you at Nature'sImageFarms.com. As always, use discount code SSL for small-scale life for 10% off and free shipping. So if you would like to have your own Bocking 4 or Bocking 14 comfrey cuttings, reach out to Greg Burns at Nature's Image Farms today. Let him know that Small Scale Life sent you. Special thanks to all the friends of the Small Scale Life Podcast. We really appreciate you guys. And now let's get into the topics of the day. Here, Daniel Freeman and I discuss wicking beds in the Regenerative Dads Podcast. So you um, you worked with raised beds, you know, like the Curtis Stone raised beds, you know, 10, you know, 10, 90 foot beds. Now you've gone to wicking beds. Can you talk about that a little bit, that that change?
1: Back in 2005, 7, 6, your deal with, Eastern Colorado, which is very, very harsh. Yep. Very, very little moisture, high winds, high heat. So, what in the world will make out here? I had designed a whole kind of system. We had eight or nine, maybe nine raised beds that were doing very, very well after we put in this uh, greenhouse type structure on top of it with PVC pipe. Greenhouse material, and it did pretty darn well.
2: Sure.
1: Um, and I think the whole problem is people give this idea in their head of, well, this is how so and so does it, Jeff Watton or Joe Saltine, Well, that's the Bible of the whole entire thing, but it varies for everybody in different parts of the country. Right. We have these beds, they did very, very well. We had put in a uh, uh, drip system, I was working off what's called drip tape. Yep that kind of watering down from three hours a day to about an hour. That's huge. Huge labor saver right there. Very huge. Yeah. And I would probably say about that point is when it started really, really taking off to where people were really, really noticing what's going on and why we're doing what we're doing. Made a big, big difference.
0: So now um, you sent me some pictures of some systems you've got today, and you're using, like, watering troughs, Correct, like a wicking bed and a watering trough. When did you, Oh, yeah. Yeah, when did you make that change? When did you come up with that design?
1: My wife and I got on the whole Jeff Lawton permaculture thing. And sure. Took our classes and stuff like that, but we had not really found any kind of uh, um, designs for any wicking beds for this kind of environment.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We just did a lot of research and tiny bits here and there of well, let's, let's try this, let's try that. What we came across was whole uh, uh, wicking beds, but there wasn't much information on exactly how to build. Yep. So we, <laughs> we kind of experimented last year with, well, let's try this, I'll try that. And it was pretty fantastic. Yeah. We've got a 75-foot by 50-foot area that's got multiple old used stock tanks um we put in the whole waking beds and it was it would kind of be different for each bed because they were old rusted tanks that we had bought really really cheap or we got for free so we put in uh plastic liners or pond liners and go from there and i mean we've just had it's been pretty phenomenal how long we've been able to go without water and anything.
0: Yeah, I've, I've been looking into wicking beds. I mean, I, uh, I tested a couple out. Um, I don't know if you heard of a gentleman named Larry Hall from Brainerd, Minnesota. He came up with some, oh, it's called rain gutter grow systems, and I was testing those out. But in this new house, you know— um, they had two square foot garden beds and the, the wood is rotting out. So it's time to replace it. And I've been designing or thinking of wicking beds like these. So when Michael Jordan said, you are the man with the wicking beds, I got pretty excited cause this is a, a concept. Yeah. Right. So this is a concept that I, that I, um, that i'm really interested in you know you can um you can put water in your wicking bed down in the lower reservoir and the plants just self-water you know it's a wicking system they water themselves really low evaporation because you got soil cover over the top of that reservoir and uh for people on the go, this might be a really good solution. Like if you're a truck driver or work on the rail yards or something and you can water it once a week and it's, it's going to be okay. You know, you can go walk away from it and it's like fire and forget In a harsh environment like yours. Um, you probably have to check it more often. It's probably watering more often, but it is actually conserving some water doing this. It's not just, you know, you're watering it and it evaporates right away.
1: Yeah. Right. It's, it's made a absolutely huge difference. When we last uh, summer, we'd go out and like, well, okay, it's time to weed, and we'd go out to weed, and it's like, okay, two minutes later, we're done.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the benefits of a raised garden, you know, with uh, with sides and you know all that good stuff. So, it, it looks to me like you've got like a three or four inch um, drain tile in the bottom of these. Is that about right?
1: Yeah. So. How kind of works is we've taken old stock tanks. Yep. yeah, some of them will leak, some of them don't. it It doesn't really matter. The plants don't mm-hmm. really care.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What we'll do is we'll take some good greenhouse type material, yep. and put it down the bottom. Um we'll take some drain tile, we'll kind of either either spiral hmm. it or twist it. doesn't really matter how you want to do it.
2: Sure.
1: And bring it up over the side. You drop your rock in there, um, just cover it enough to where you know it's not going to. It'll hold the pipe down. Yeah, and then you put your uh, put your landscape fabric all over the top of it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and drill a hole on the side, on preferably where your downhill side is, so that any excess water will drain out that very easily. Right, because and you put you will get some a kind
0: rainstorm of- eventually.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You put in your whatever you got laying around. You got some conduit laying around. You got some PVC pipe laying around. You take a little bit of material, put on the end so that the dirt will hold back, and you can kind of drain it off. Mm-hmm. And then once you have that all set up, you just put your good uh, compost topsoil on top of that, fill it up, and you will probably take. Probably about two, three days to charge the system, what we like to call it. Sure. Um, where you're dumping your water down your drain tile, filling it up until you see it coming out that over, overflow pipe. Mm-hmm. You get a couple of days on that, and you're, you're good to go. That is really cool.
0: And you have to keep your wicking beds fairly level, right? Or just a, maybe a little bit of grade to it, but you want it pretty level, right?
1: Yeah, you wanna to try to keep it as level as you can. Yep. But I mean we we we've had some absolute uh <laughs> what I call failures on our beds here is mm-hmm. so we took uh one of the beds, it's uh twelve foot by six foot I think it is. We We've taken some old barn galvanized steel, put some T posts in, put that all in there and one side bulges. And one side leaks. Uh uh-huh. so it's it, it doesn't work real well, but it still works. It still grows plants very, very well.
0: That's your that's it, your square bed, right? The the one that's pretty much square, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah.
1: Yep, I see a it total,
0: off in the distance in that one picture. <laughs> yeah, I've never studied these. I don't experiment. know. I've never seen your property before. I don't know what I'm looking at.
1: <laughs> yeah, total experiment. Yeah, because we didn't know what you we were doing. Uh-huh. There was nothing on the internet. Nobody was doing any of this stuff. Um, but the crazy thing is, it, it works. Even though as messed up as it is, it works. We have a huge, huge. Uh, that came out of there, huh? uh we had tomato plants coming out of there, sure, uh the tomato plants are actually doing a little too well, mm. they, were, <laughs> they were producing more grains than they were any fruit, but it's the whole thing's an experiment, yeah. it really is yep, the fact of the matter is is we can go the longest we've gone is six weeks without watering one bed six weeks, six weeks, holy smokes. Um, and now you've got to wow. understand that with the whole thing is there's, you know, between the plants and the outside of, let's say, a square bed that you saw is there's a lot of mulch. Yep. Good amount of mulch that's sitting in there, but it holds moisture. Mm-hmm. It's very, very well.
0: So you have a, more than just a couple inches of mulch, then you probably put, what, a couple, like six down, or is it? Is it? Yeah. At
1: least a, okay. Yeah, it's, it's probably about six, eight inches nothing real specific, but sure. that's
0: about it. Yeah, this this kind of thing really gets me excited. I've got, uh, I, like I said, I've been designing this uh, since leaving. I've been thinking about it all year, you know, after we knew that we were moving out of our last house, that rental house, and I really wanted to go to town on, on this. So you know, with some decisions made, um, we're going to replace those two square foot gardens with something like this. And I know I've got listeners down in Texas. You know, another harsh environment like Spurco's got, and they're struggling. They're struggling with the heat. You know, and and this kind of system would really, really help them. And I think you know, even if you buy a new tub at uh, or new trough. At Farm and Fleet or uh, like Tractor Supply, sorry, or something like that. Flat Farm and Fleet up here, but you know you can. It's not going to break the bank, you know. You can get this going.
1: Yeah, you can. And I mean, like uh, that square bed. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that's a that's a complete failure. Sure, it really really is. Um, But the plants don't care. Yeah, they don't care. (laughs) They don't care. They're just like, oh wow, look, there's more water here than anywhere else. Better soil, blah, blah, blah. They just kind of go with
0: it. So, with your liner, did you um, find one liner better than another? And what what thickness did you use? Like a six mil or something? Or what? I know you said you used uh pond liner versus stuff for greenhouse.
1: Yes. At first, we tried the uh, six mil stuff, and it worked pretty good. And it's. It's kind of progressed from there because it depends on how leaky the tank is.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Um, So a few of our tanks that we have pictured there, they're a little rust on the inside, but they're still very, very sealed up. Yep. Makes a big, big difference. Sure. So you can kind of take the whole thing of, if I mean, we had bought these, you know, these great big troughs that are 10 feet wide for less than a hundred bucks. Um, so if somebody can come in and buy them for that price, they just, they need to be able to expect, okay, well I bought it for this price. I need to be able to put this plastic liner in it. That'll last whatever, a couple of years or something like that. Sure. If people decide they're going to buy new tanks or semi new tanks, they'll, they'll probably get a, a bigger success out of it for sure. Sure.
0: Mm-hmm. This reminds me of a system that uh, some Australians were were playing with because they have some harsh environments down there too, and they use a lot of wicking wicking type beds like this. You know, this pretty much this exact design, and that's where I was getting my ideas for future future designs. And I was really playing with um, Larry Hall's smaller systems for that uh, for growing stuff on my driveway because I thought, man this driveway it's uh i can grow stuff here i have to remove it because i got snow removal in the winter and i you know i don't have to tear up more of this yard that i don't own that a landowner could come and say hey don't tear up any more of my yard so um you know it was small removable stuff that worked. i mean it worked great i got the best cucumbers the best peppers the best dill the best jalapenos all out of the wicking bed type stuff it's been i'm just so so excited about trying some more of this next year i I can hardly contain myself that's awesome total geek total geek man <laughs> but i i like what i see i mean you know you can make it look real nice or you know you can use secondhand stuff and it you can make it make it really productive you know
1: you can't you really can't mm. um i it was kind of cool i helped out a um uh, Younger guy at work who had, he'd come out here and look at the stuff, and he was just totally flabbergasted by everything we were doing. And he just had a small house, small urban lot, and holy smokes. Mm-hmm. The stuff he has come up with, I mean, I, you know, him and I went to Home Depot, and I said, look, you grab this small bucket here, you can do this. Yeah. the wicking bed, you can do this look at this. Here's a cheap old bucket here that'll work. Yep. And <laughs> what's really cool is he's got more than he can handle. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's really phenomenal. It really is.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's the kind of stuff that gets me excited. I mean, not everybody is going to have an 80 acre spread or even a five acre spread, or even a one acre spread. There's people who are going to be living in those little boxes called apartments and uh, they might want to grow some of their stuff someday. So, Maybe they'll have a little spot on the balcony and they can do just a really simple little bucket with a snorkel in it like this and it'll be self-watering because, like my sister, who's uh, a trendy, you know, she travels and she's a trendy, um, you know, I have a black thumb because I forget to water it. Well, maybe you don't have to water it every week. Maybe it's every couple weeks. You know, you can get by with that. That might be pretty cool, you know? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it gets me pretty excited. So, Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, we've been going for a little while here. I don't know how much time you've got. Um, I did want to talk about the Regen Dads podcast, too, because I know that uh, you and Jason are working on that and produce some great content. So do you have a little time to talk about that? Sure, I sure do. Cool. All yeah, right. Uh, well, well <laughs> we're stepping on over each other here a little bit. But um, started in August. And you've got, uh, gosh, what, 18 episodes up? 17, 18 episodes up right now? Um, really, 10... Well, tell me about it. Tell my listeners.
1: Yeah, so with the whole Regen Dads thing, it's... Uh, I mean, Jason and I, we've just really, really noticed that there's a huge deficiency in the typical suburban dad. He hears this stuff from his kids and his wife. And, I mean... He's, he's standing back and you know, he's trying to earn a living and he's mm-hmm. trying to make sure he's getting the best food possible for his kids, but he doesn't know what any of this stuff means. Yep. So that's a huge gist of the whole Regen Dads thing is like, look, here's how it is and you know, here's what you can do and here's some knowledge for you. That's kind of the whole point of Regen Dads right there.
0: Yeah, and I, I what's nice is... um it's really it's a laid back conversation between you and Jason and it's not preachy. Um you can learn a lot about a lot of different things. Um like the eggs, the whole egg discussion in episode 5. I was listening to that today. I was like, "Wow, I didn't know all that. That's that's pretty uh the bloom and all that. I never knew that. I you know, I don't ha- I've never had chicken. Well, I was a baby when they had chickens, but my parents had a small farm back in the days, but I I don't know. I don't know that stuff. That's it's really interesting to me, you know, and all the labels and the marketing schemes and all that. That was really informative, you know.
1: Yeah, it's a big role out there, that's for sure. Yeah, and and that that whole thing is we want to be able to take some, you know, just some regular guys and say, look, here's what you look for, you know, here's what you need to do. We want to help steer them in the right direction?
0: Right. Yeah, I think that's another thing too. Is um some of this knowledge i mean we've moved away from that a lot of people have moved away from the agrarian society where we are we are living in a city you know and we're living in the suburb and we just go to the we go to fresh time or trader joes or or uh you know the new amazon store uh you know whatever that is um <laughs> and you see all this organic and all this other stuff and you just don't know you know that knowledge was not passed down to us or there's been new terms and and marketing schemes that have come up so i think that re- i think it is helpful i think that's a good thing you guys are doing
1: yeah it's and i mean that that's a, a huge sad thing about the whole part of that deal is there's some stuff that is very very deceptive mhm very much so you know they, they do the whole total buzzword thing and you know people don't really know what they're looking at they don't understand what they're looking at yep know, so, and and that's what we want to do is just is just kind of bring that to light
0: yeah absolutely so you started in august now we're in uh november how has listenership been have you been seeing growth as has it been getting around
1: yeah it, it has um We've done very good. Um, we've we had to back off a little bit because, well, you kind of have to pay the bills.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: So, <laughs> so, so there's some there's some uh, gaps that are going in there. But, you know, we're still trying to – we're very, very thoroughly uh, venting everything on there just to make sure that, you know, this is accurate, good, solid information that mm-hmm. you can take – you can take home and you can sort through it and figure it out.
0: Right. So this podcasting thing, it's, it's, it's a challenge to come up with good content that, that makes sense and that you can explain easily, isn't it?
1: Oh, yeah. And I mean, as a podcaster, I'm sure you you understand that. Oh yeah. It's just, you have to decide what direction you're going in. Yep. Um, are you? I suppose you know what. What's your purpose? What are you trying to uh, convey to people who are listening? Mm-hmm. All that good stuff. Yep. Um, and you know, you can even. There's a lot of people that put you know, the whole monetary side uh, things off to the side and say, "Look, here's my message. I don't really care about what the monetary side is." But you know, from our perspective, is we're going to bring good, solid information out where people can take it, they can run with it, or ask questions if they don't understand. Well, hit us up; we'll kind of help you with the whole thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good. And and I know you've got a few affiliates already going. Uh, you're beating me in that regard. Beating—I'm putting that in air quotes here. But uh, I, you know. That's something that I want to take small scale life into too. Um, you know, and it's good. I mean, this is work. It's a, it's work to come up with a message and the content, and you know, finding people to interview and um, yeah. sucker, suckering them into doing it. Right there. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, it does too. And I mean, from Jason that perspective, it's um, hate to say it, but we are actually going to be dropping um, one of our sponsors. Oh. Um, because they are not um, adhering to our belief system. Oh well, that's not good. Yeah, well, it's not, but it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we just like you know, that's cool. You want to be part of this, and but you need to understand our belief system mm-hmm. and why we believe what we do. So sure. we want to make sure that it's going the right direction. Absolutely. So they were. Not happy with that and very confused, but uh, hopefully they'll figure it out,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, and and it's it's good, I mean, you know, you got to stay true to yourself as well. Um, uh, that's something that uh, Julie and I have talked about, my wife and I have talked about with small scale life, and you know, it's not you, you don't want to, you know, those advertisers are a reflection of you too, so um. You That's want to make, right. you want to make sure you have good quality folks that you believe in, and that they believe in you, and you know, go from there. So, yeah, yep, cool. So, what is uh, you guys are going to go through your thirty one day boot camp, and then what comes after thirty one days?
1: Well, um, or is that the question? we actually <laughs> have some uh, because, like I said, we both have to pay the bills. Yep. So, there's been some very, very major pauses in there. And some, uh, uh, at least from my side, I've had some, uh, vehicle problems. I've had to stop and say, look, I got to fix this stuff. But, um, I was fortunate enough to get Joel Solatine to come out, um, several years ago and get to talking with him and stuff like that. One of our future podcasts here, very, very shortly, uh, is actually talking to Daniel, his, uh, son. Oh,
0: wow. Cool.
1: And, uh, Wonderful podcast. Really, really enjoyed talking to him and uh, reminiscing about some stuff. So we just really, really want to keep it real to where yep. um, people get a lot, a lot of value out of it. Yeah, and if if they're not, then we're going to absolutely change that for sure.
0: Sure enough, absolutely. So yeah, and and the beauty of of it is, I mean, what is what is nice is it's 10 to 15 minutes it's bite size actually i mean there's a lot of information packed into 10 to 15 minutes but it's an, it's a quick listen you can listen to a lot of them and then, you know while you're working out or working out in the yard or just driving to work you can listen to a couple of them you know and and you're you're getting a lot of really good information
1: yeah i mean as we go into the future podcast they will be probably a lot more lengthy than the typical 15, 20 shows that we got going on right now. Cool. For sure.
0: Cool. Well, just judging by how we've had a conversation conversation here, you guys are going to do just fine. <laughs> Hope so. Hope so. Yeah. No, oh, that's great. That's really good. Well, is there anything else? Is it, do you have any questions for me or is there anything else you want to talk about?
1: I don't think so. Cool. Um, you no, know, I just, I want to commend you on the great job that you're doing. Oh, thank you. Um, after uh, Michael kind of introduced me to what you got going on out there and stuff um, you're you're heading in the right direction as I feel
0: <laughs> well and uh, you know when I started podca- or uh, blogging um, you know I my whole thing my dad passed away you know uh, gosh in 99 and uh, my grandparents passed away and it's it's kind of like my my whole philosophy was... Someday, and all my boys was one is twenty three and one is nineteen. I remember when I was that age. I didn't really care about any of that gardening stuff. But you know, someday they might. And rather than having starting from zero like my brother and I did, why not give them something to start with? You know, at least they'll figure out what Dad's crazy experiment was out in the side yard and why he was out there steaming. the tomatoes at uh 11 o'clock at night trying to take the skins off or something and what what was he doing out there under this big steam plume (laughs) it's funny it's funny. I had, yep. uh, I was out there one night, um, doing that and it was late and my son, my youngest son came home with a bunch of his friends and, and one of them, who's his roommate right now at his first year of college, he was looking out, kept looking out the window and they're like, Ooh, Mr. D, I think he's making meth or something out there. What is he doing? Nope. Nope. Just taking the skins <laughs> off tomatoes, boys. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> Uh, they find it interesting right this is not something they see every day in their houses so you know you got to keep it interesting
1: yeah yeah for sure well yeah, that's kind of no go ahead i grew up, my my parents said uh they were always big gardeners besides the whole custom harvester thing and uh it just uh it just was very very fascinating to me as a kid yep you know you take this whole area and all this food comes up. I know. You know. I know. How how does that work? And, you know, it's, <clears throat> it is very much a sad thing these days where people don't know how to do that. Right. They really don't. They really don't. No. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's why we're here. You know, that's why we're doing okay. what we're doing is to try to give them a little bit of that information. So, yeah. well, where can we okay. find you?
1: So I don't have a whole lot on, uh, Facebook is Freeman Family Farm. I have a very, very little bit, and the reason is, is because I am working my absolute tail off yep. trying to get things in place. If someone was to look me up on Facebook, Daniel Freeman, um, forward slash Facebook.com, I will happily tell you what I'm doing or what's going on. I've um, been criticized quite a bit. Of oh, you need more content. You need this. Well, that's awesome, but I have work to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> or
2: so.
0: and if nobody, if you don't want to get a bunch of friend requests, you can connect with with them in the small scale life uh, community group, the Facebook group. There, um, you can also find you on the da- RegenDads dot com. Correct. That's right. That is absolutely correct. And on. Uh, What's the line that you always use there?
1: It's not hard. Figure it out. (laughs) I love it.
0: Yeah, they're on Twitter. They're on Instagram. They're on Facebook. It's iTunes. It's not hard. Figure it out. That's awesome, man. That's
1: awesome. We are out there, and uh, sometimes we will take a little bit to respond, but we have work to do. That's right. That's
0: That's great. Well, I appreciate you being on the podcast. This has been a lot of fun. It's been great talking with you.
1: Yeah, it has. I'm glad we finally got to talk together, which uh wish I could have met you at a Fest, but well, stuff Man, stuff happens.
0: Twenty eighteen is gonna be a different story, my friend. We both better get invited. Greg Burns, hey, I'm gonna come next year and I think uh I think this fine gentleman is wants to go too. <laughs>
1: We've had, we had a great time. The whole family had a great time out there. Yeah. Uh, the birds are very, very hospitable and they really, really care and take watch out for everybody.
0: Except for that sample guy. I don't know about him. You know, he's, he's trouble.
1: That guy. That guy. He was something else. Yeah. That guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Drew, we love you, man. We love you. I'm, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm looking. We love Drew. Go ahead. I'm. I'm looking forward to his uh to the recordings he got. I'm sure he's uh he's working on putting those together, so
1: <laughs> Yeah. It was it was funny. We're sitting on their porch doing the recordings and stuff like that, and there's noises going on over here and noises going on over there. He's getting very <laughs> agitated.
0: Just give him another PBR, he's good. That's right.
1: I'll take we had plenty of that out there, that's oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those
0: crazy hillbillies out there, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah, yep.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks again for being on the show, and uh, we wish you the best at Regen Dads. We'll be in touch. Um, anytime you want to come on Small Scale Life, you always have a platform here. So if you guys have a show that you both want to promote or whatever, come on. We uh, I'll always have you on. All right, bud. We'll always talk wicking beds, too. (laughs) Thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Hey,
1: man. It was good talking to
0: you. And there you have it. What do you think? What do you think about these wicking beds? Would they work in your area? Could you build something like that? Would it be useful to have a garden bed that does not need to be watered in six weeks? Think about that for a minute. You just fire and forget. And you heard Danielle; He went out to weed and it only took a couple minutes and they were done. So no weeding, no watering. That's huge. You plant and you maintain. And it doesn't take a lot of time or labor to do that. I think that is key especially for people who are extremely busy with their everyday lives. They're on the run. You're traveling. You've got a lot to do. Going to the kids games. Again, you got a lot to do. This might be a great solution, especially for people who are living in an apartment. Maybe it's not a big watering trough. Maybe it's something different, something smaller, smaller scale. I'm really excited about 2018. I want to really, I'm, I'm going to try some of these wicking beds. I might try some of the easier to build ones that I, I had at my previous place, but I am going to, I have got that metal, I've got the plan and where Danielle had problems with his, I'm going to try to make that work. I'm going to try to build one and see if I can get it to work and not leak all over the place. I'm sure my wife will be happy about that. So let's give it a try. I want to see what I can do. I want to push the limits this year. I think that this is a kind of bed that I want in the future. These are these are the garden beds I want in the future. And uh, using a watering trough, half the construct, most of the construction is already there. You just have to put a liner in it and then build the rest. For the one I'm going to do, there's going to be some more construction involved because I'm going to have to build four walls, secure them, put the liner in put the holes in, put the drain tile in and everything else. So there's going to be a little more construction there, but that's for a podcast very soon. And I'll show you the design that I've been working on. So let me know what you think. I'm really interested to know if you would like to try this. If you want to become part of the wicking bed nation, to start a revolution with wicking beds. What do you think you want to join me? Get ready. It's going to be a fun year. I'm going to try a lot of different things. It's all an experiment in the yard. And uh, why not? Why not? Right. What do you got to lose? So thank you, Danielle Freeman, for being on the show. I'm glad we had shouts out to Michael Jordan, Greg Burns, Drew Sample, that cast of characters, uh, Jason Gray over at Regen Dads, you know, listen to the Regenerative Dads podcast. Uh, he did put up that uh, podcast with um, Salton's son. It's It's good. Take a listen to that. Um, got a lot coming up here in 2019 and, uh, we're going to, or 2018, we're going to try to finish out 2018, uh, 2017 strong. Huh? Let me say that again. Got a lot coming up in 2018 and I'm hoping to finish out 2017 strong. It's been a great ride so far, had a lot of good podcasts, a lot of good guests, made a lot of some new friends, got a lot of new listeners. So thank you all for listening to small scale life. I really appreciate it. I mean, I wouldn't do this if you weren't listening and if you weren't giving some feedback and if you weren't plugged in and, and giving things a try. This Wicking Bed Nation thing is going to be new. It's going to be kind of fun. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be a, a fun journey and uh, we'll be talking to some good people in 2018 who have tried this and had some success and uh, you'll be there every step of the way so as I said this is kicking off a series it's kicking off something new Wicking Bed Nation here at Small Scale Life so get ready it's going to be a lot of fun um, you know Regen Dads they've posted a lot of great episodes I was talking with Jason Gray about their podcast they're going to get some more episodes up here they've been in a little you know like he said making some money <laughs> putting food on the table got things going on here to button up the year but they're going to get back in the swing of things and have more episodes here soon um, you know they've got so many different uh, podcasts from um, you know topics about grass to fermented foods to shopping at the farmer farmer's market. So check it out, and. Um You know, that interview with Daniel Salatin from Polyface Farms, it's about taking over a family business and passing the regenerative agriculture ethic to Daniel's kids. So that is pretty important. That's that's that tradition thing. That's being part of the community. That's passing down the old ways. That's what I'm trying to document, like you heard in this podcast. it's what I'm trying to document. So someday my kids will or, or my grandkids might listen. What did great grandpa do? What was he thinking what what experiments is he working on? How did he grow his own food? And how did he can it? How did he preserve it? And, you know, how did he lose all that weight in the process? This is how. Small-scale life. So, um... You know what, we got coming up for you in December. It is December. It's mid December already. Uh, We're running out of runway here in 2017. I would like to do a quick podcast in the Dahmer's Deer Camp, Um, you know, talk about deer hunting experience. We're all set for Turkey Camp uh, 2018. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I need to get an update on the black and white photo challenge and photo journal. There's been about a month's worth of content there, and I'm going to have something up for you all to, you know, if you haven't been following on Facebook or Instagram. I'll have something up for it and small scale life and it'll be under the un, un, adventure bullet. So um there's a lot to talk about before the holiday. Uh the weekend between um New Year or Christmas and New Year's it's going to be kind of quiet, so I might have to pre-record some stuff and get it ready to roll. Um you know, stick around and listen. I'll I'll have the um I think I'll repost the night before Christmas um kind of do a rewind here uh, using Jack Spirko's term. Uh, but uh, you know, that was a fun little podcast to do where I, I read off the night before Christmas had some Christmas carols and stuff. That was cool and uh, a lot of fun. And maybe I'll do something new this year. I'm not sure, but it was a good thing to do. And it's just, again, we're setting tradition, right? We're putting traditions in place. So, um, you know, I might just do that. I might just use the stuff from last year because it's cool and it's fun. And, um, and everybody likes that story. So lots to talk about, lots to do, and then we get into the new year and and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. 2018 is going to be fun. So I hope you're looking forward to 2018 too. I know we're all running around trying to get everything done right now, but take a few minutes, take some time to reflect. And that's going to be, there'll be some podcasts about that too. What worked and what didn't in 2017 in the Square Foot Gardens. What worked and what didn't on the podcast or whatever weight loss or all any of that stuff um yeah there needs to be a weight loss or a healthy lifestyle update too thanks for all the uh, support there for everybody who's been uh talking to me about my knee and asking about my knee um <laughs> it's it's going to be a interesting haul here you know 44 and arthritis in your knees um I guess I got my dad to thanks to that to thank to that for that uh the ortho told me today and uh dad had bad knees too so um yeah things are moving along there and we'll talk about that in a different podcast but uh stay tuned for that and I hope you spend some time with your family you know and uh spend some quality time take some time for yourself take some time for your family take some time for people around you especially um you know find some people that might need some help right this is a tough time of year for some And there's toys for tots. Churches have different drives for presents and stuff. Works do too. Your work might too. Um, You know, engage and try to help out. People have a lot of needs, and uh, this is something that is part of our you know, something we should be doing is to help, help our people. So help your people, help our people and, uh, and have a Merry Christmas. We'll be, we'll be back to you soon. So don't worry about that. I'm going to try to get a podcast up here on Thursday and, uh, get this one published and, uh, and thank you again for listening. So in the meantime, remember to grow, explore, and be healthy. This is Tom from Small Scale Life. Take care everybody. And we'll see you very, very soon.